Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amarika Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Wait for that beat drop. This is a banger. Some music I like to listen to when I'm like uh, doing some busy work, sending out my emails, doing my correspondence, some uh, lo-fi hip-hop beats to chill or study by. It's kind of my jam. I like it. I like the comeback. Uh, the comeback. The bumper <laughs> music. The rejoin music. The rejoin music. The rejoins. We got some bangers for our rejoins. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. If you can't hear the buzz in the background, it's starting to feel like a vacationary weekend here in Albuquerque. Red Door Brewing starting to fill up, and it just turned 5 o'clock. By the way, friends of the show, Two Men On, we are proud of you. You made it through another week. You got to your holiday weekend. It is 5 o'clock. It is quitting time. Thank you for joining us here. 95.9 FM, AM 610, D Sports Animal. One Van Nunley right here. It is another Fredless Friday in the Duke City as he is out on assignment doing some very important research for the program Two Men On and at Talk ABQ Productions and I'm assuming Duke City Championship Wrestling and probably his Tinder profile. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's don't always know. something. I don't know. Amory Castillo in Fred's stead. Uh, yes. Thank you for joining. You know, Van, I am here for once. This I am is... here out on assignment with half of two men on at Red Door downtown. It's your one and only time. If you want to meet me in real life, come meet your girl. Come have some cold ones with Van and I. I just want to inform any, uh, anyone, if they've just tuned in, that I'm having the Sunny D Vodka Seltzer. Yes. We are taking a break am, from Teller Vodka right now. Um, and I love I love you, Teller Vodka, but the bartender's like, you got to try this, so I had to. I'm easily influenced. Yeah, with booze. With booze. It's, try the Sunny D Seltzer. I'm like, okay. Reviews, really good. Okay. Nostalgic. Okay. Tastes like Sunny D. Uh, I'm holding out for a, a, a hard tang seltzer. Oh, a hard. Oh, I remember tang. Yeah. Or like a Capri Sun. It's the, it's the. Oh, man. It's the seltzer that astronauts drink. I did not know that. Me either, because I just made it up on the spot. I appreciate that about you. No, but I love Red Door. Love the food. Love the vibes. Love the bar. I've already seen a bunch of friends. There's actually really good comedians that were just here yeah. hanging out. For happy hour, I was really happy to see comedian friends. Yeah, your uh, what are your sister uh, comedy clubs right around the corner? Yes, Dry Heat Comedy Club. They uh, they also are partners with Red Door. Uh, they have a lot of great stuff going on right now. So check out some stand up comedy. Support local as always. We saw the owners uh, who also one is a comedian, and we saw comedian Chuck Parker. If no one's seen him, go check him out oh, as well. Oh, what a dude! Speaking of owners, owner Matt Biggs of Red Door Brewing is uh, here hanging out. Big hockey guy. He's got he's got like hockey player hands. He's got like the he's got the forearms of a hockey player. That Matt. Yeah. 
Red Door's always a good time, though. Matt's a good time, too. Great bartender. Better owner. A better owner? <laughs> I feel like that was a low-key slight to no, a friend of the show, I, no, Matt Biggs. No, no, we love him. You know what love I don't Red love? Door. People who don't know how maps work. And let me yeah. tell you about maps. Mm. So this great, big, beautiful country, the United States of America, <laughs> we got it split into basically well, quadrants, right? Yes. We got the East Coast. We got the West Coast. We got the Midwest, which is technically the Middle East. I'm not going to split hairs. That's for another time. We got big sky country. We got the South. All right? That's it. That's, that's it. All, that's all it is. That's all it is. California and Texas should not be in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Mm. As a literalist, really? this makes me very upset. As it, it should upset everyone, Van. This makes, and I'm not saying I'm an expert on conference realignment. Yeah. This is logic. The Big Ten, it could be the Middle East Conference, if you will. The Big 12, it could be the South and Southwest Conference, if you will. But they have obscure names. Big 10, Big 12. You could put any school in there. The ACC, it's in the title. It's the Atlantic Coast Conference. And they're going Pacific. Yes, all the way across this giant-ass country. By the way, if you haven't heard the news, Stanford, Cal, and SMU are joining the ACC. I mean, that's got to put them at a huge disadvantage. Huge disadvantage. It's ending a month-long saga. So, and just so everyone know, there has been uh, universities that have voted against them. Clemson, FSU, North Carolina, and NC State were against the expansion. Just to name a few. Yeah, because they don't want to travel all the way across the friggin' country. That's so dumb. I guess this is helping develop new financial models, but I, I just, I know, I understand this is all about money, but it sure. still makes no sense to me. No sense whatsoever. At all. And by the way, while we're at it, RIP the Pac-12, which now is technically the Pac-2. Pac-2. Or I would like to refer to it as the Tupac. The Tupac. Please do that. You're welcome. They should make shirts. Oregon State and Merch. Washington State are the only teams left in the Tupac division. Hmm. Look. California. Cha uh, change the name of the ACC. Yes. Do something this else. This makes no sense. Whether, it's gonna, whether you're going to change the acronym or actually change the name of the league, this is dumb. It upsets me. Why didn't they move? I usually don't get upset by Why the decisions of others. But two California teams and one Texas team and 14 teams on the Atlantic coast are now playing each other. This is dumb. This is the dumbest thing ever. The only person that should have a disadvantage is Hawaii because they live so far away from everybody else. Yeah, they should always, Hawaii should always be at a disadvantage because it's so damn beautiful and magical there. They should have to work harder than everyone else because they live in friggin' paradise. That I understand. But Stanford and Cal having to travel all the way across this giant-ass country to play college football games, this is a bad, bad decision. From friend of the show Craig, the CTC, the Coast-to-Coast <laughs> yeah. Coast Conference. 
Yeah, why don't we just split it up if we're going to keep expanding and it's all about revenue and TV deals and yes. whatnot. Let's just split it down the middle. Let's have two conferences like the NFL. And you know. The NFL doesn't make sense either, men, but here we go. You know two men on here. We support the plus community. And this league is now bi. It's bi-coastal. And, you know, God bless you, ACC. I'm here for you. I support it. But I just hate the decision. It is very dumb. If there is anyone out there that does agree with this, I want to hear your reason why. Because I've only heard negative or just chaos, and this is just ridiculous. Why couldn't, they, why couldn't the Mountain West figure something out? Why couldn't someone closer to the West Coast? I mean, this only helps you financially. So why are we going to the completely different other coast to help with revenue? I don't understand. Well, if, if the Mountain West does suck in a couple teams, and I'm assuming – well, Oregon State Tupac? and Washington State, the, the rest of the Tupac will be joining the Mountain West soon. And that makes sense. There are mountains in Oregon and Washington. That makes perfect sense. You know what's not in California? The Atlantic Coast. It, I hate traveling from the East Coast to the West Coast <laughs> on sucks. vacation. It sucks so bad. To go thank play a game, no thank you. But luckily Stanford has like a $4 billion endowment. Just start bringing in European colleges or universities while we're at it. It's the same distance. It's, it really is. From New York to California, you could just go play London University. Or just, or just have like four different conferences. Two conferences or four different. You can spread it out geographically, and it would make so much sense. But the way, like, the, the money grabs all of these college football programs. And by the way, we're only talking about college football. We're not talking about basketball or baseball the other or hockey or they all have to fend for themselves because football makes money. Football is what drives these sports at these universities, and they end up paying for everything. So all this conference realignment, what's going to happen to all the other sports? Are they, are they on the side negotiating? We're not talking about it, that's for sure, because it's not as fun, and it doesn't make as much money. And 100,000 people don't show up every week, unlike Nebraska volleyball. That's an outlier. That doesn't count. But give me a frigging break. So we're going to see Stanford and Cal and SMU with a, a very tough conference. Look, Stanford and Cal and SMU, these universities are loaded. They make so much damn money. Their endowments will last to the end of time, and they're just getting more money, more donations every single year. They got all the money in the world. They could start their own conference regionally if they wanted to. So basically everything I've been reading, Van, about this, it all comes down to TV deals and money. But it still doesn't make sense to me. I feel like there could have been a better way where still people made money and stayed in a regional area. Well, it's going to have to reset in a few years because it's like three giant powerhouse conferences that make no sense of the makeup whatsoever. I mean, this, this setup is going to crumble. There's going to be, like, two separate divisions, the haves and the have-nots. Hopefully they quit playing losers like UT Martin or whatever the school George is playing. That needs to stop. <laughs> quit picking on the little guy. Quit going into these nonsensical conferences. Pay your players a living wage because you exploit them, not just the superstars. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, did I just do it? Am I old man Van right now? You are old this man is... Van, but I, but I appreciate it. This is old man Van in his rocking chair on the front porch ranting because oh, it's I'm, not as good as it used to be. I'm all about it. Bring back the whack.
When Bring we get back, back the whack. When we get back, Amory's mandatory NFL headlines. And we don't have to do it from across the glass because you're right here in person at Red Door Brewing downtown. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for this. Two men on 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. Hey, that's Name Three Players, your program, eh, Marie Castillo? Tomorrow, 7 a.m. Whoa. I like having sports content first thing in the morning. You do? I, that's how I start my day every day. While I'm at the YMCA, obviously. I mean, obviously. You mean the YMCA that you raised a lot of money for last night? Yeah, so much money. Had so much fun at the YMCA Top Golf Driving for Good charity event. Helping out them children, them youths of them the YMCA. These two youths. These two youths. Uh, so I'm of the understanding we have some mandatory NFL headlines. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, we do. Cal, hit it. <clears throat> now, mandatory NFL go. headlines. Cal, that Cal knows what he's doing. I, impressive I human. Impressive. Impressive human being, that Cal Moots. <laughs> Impressor. Um, okay, let's start off. Let's start off with the Miami Dolphins. Oh, let's do. And running backs are so important these days, Van. Okay, that's your words, not mine. One of the most hilarious coaches in the league, my favorite, head coach Mike McDaniel. He's a dude. Yeah. He, he spoke about uh, Raheem Mostert, the RB1 for the Miami Dolphins today. He's handled a ton of noise this season. Okay. He's handled it well, my friend. Oh, good. What uh, what noise? I don't understand. Despite rumors of ah. big-name backs being added along with a rookie, sure. Raheem Mostert demands to be RB1. Okay, well, there's no one else in his way now, so sure. Cool. Go crazy, Raheem. I love when these headlines pop up. Was that a.k.a. Jonathan Taylor wasn't being traded yeah. to the Miami Dolphins? First, in every- other words... Everyone knew that Dalvin Cook was going to Miami. Then everyone knew that Jonathan Taylor Thomas was going to Miami. And no one went to Miami. So now Raheem Mostert has the full support of his coach. That's what happened. By default, you're RB1 because they couldn't, couldn't get anybody else better. And you're going to get hurt by week two anyways. Don't draft this guy, fantasy players. Not only do I love media, but I love how coaches try to make them feel better. Be like, okay, well, but it's kind of like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, by default, you're our RB1 because we couldn't get anybody better. That's exactly what he's saying. You're going to say, oh, we weren't talking to Dalvin Cook's people. Oh, we weren't talking to Jonathan Taylor Thomas's people. No, you wanted both of those guys. You tried to get both of those guys, and you didn't get them. So now, of course, you get to be the RB1, Raheem. Speaking of NFL running backs. Okay. Uh, how about the Tennessee Titans' Derrick Henry? How about him? Oh, he is going to remain in the spotlight heading into the 2023 season. He just wanted to let everyone know today, not during the Austin Eckler meeting, not during all this nonsense with running backs, he wanted to let you know September 1st, 2023, direct quote, we just want our share due. Okay, what, did he invest in the NFL? Is he cashing in his Bitcoin? Invest do what? What are you talking about, Derek Is this Henry? a hidden message? I love these direct quotes that made headlines. Derek, Derek Henry's like the third highest paid running back. You got yours, bro. You literally got yours. You can't be disgruntled. You're one of the five dudes on the planet who actually got paid. 
Yes, and I don't know why Derrick Henry is wearing because he's still going to be the the star of those Tennessee Titans. I know they acquired DeAndre Hopkins during the summer, but I still think it's going to be Derrick Henry is going to be the main focus for the Tennessee Titans. Well, they have to be. For the Tennessee to be successful, you got to have Derrick Henry healthy and Derrick Henry rushing for 2,000 or close yards. That's the only way their offense works because Ryan Tannehill can't do it by himself. He's just hillbilly Kirk Cousins. Well, and <laughs> – did you say hillbilly? Yeah, Kirk hillbilly Kirk Cousins. Cousins yeah, I, I actually—he's from, re- he's from Texas A&M. Oh, I, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Well, I didn't. I've never heard him being referred as to a hillbilly Kirk Cousins. That's my new favorite thing. Almost everyone in the NFL is a something Kirk Cousins. Derek Carr, or David Carr, whichever one wears the eyeliner, he's just Kirk Cousins in eyeliner. Dak Prescott is just black Kirk Cousins. There's a lot of them in the league. There, there is a lot of them in the league. Good but maybe not great quarterbacks. Exactly. That can win. Jordan Love is just uh, Derek Jeter-colored Kirk Cousins. Oh, my God. What? It's true. I, I know, Van. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, so th- that's my two running back uh, headlines for the day. I just love uh, very uh, subtle messages. Very important to know for NFL fans out there. How about the... M- I think one of the most anticipated teams or quarterbacks to see how they come back this year, restoring Russell Wilson. Another headline today, Broncos need 28-year-old quarterback turned coach Davis Webb to fulfill duty. If you don't know who Davis Webb is, Van. I do not. Thank you. Eight months ago, he was making his first NFL start. Now he's playing a very important role in Russell Wilson's road to redemption. Sucks. He is a 28-year-old quarterback turned coach who is getting Russell Wilson ready for this season. Do you believe that is how the script is going to be flipped? Uh, Okay, look. Russell Wilson is a system quarterback for Pete Carroll. All right? He was never a superstar. He did what he needed to do in Seattle, and he was propelled to superstardom and a Super Bowl championship by super coach Pete Carroll okay he's not that good but he's not as bad as he was last year so anything worse than last year show him the door but there is only the only way to go is up for Russell Wilson this year and I think they will go up all the way to eight and nine congratulations you missed the playoffs again you wasted money on Russell Wilson that's a lot of money wasted you played yourself you played yourself I know everyone just believes in Sean Payton, Van. I'm negative today. I'm usually this happy-go-lucky you know, guy. You're kind of the me in the middle one. guy. I kind of like this side of you. Really? Yeah. I mean, I love both sides of you. I love all sides. But this is kind of fun because my favorite thing about headlines leading into week one is just all these star players with their little subtle comments that people are, like, reading way into. Sure. Like Chargers defensive end Joey Bosa. This read, made... read another one to Darth Vane. Okay, are you ready? Okay. Chargers defensive end Joey Bosa. He is now officially in win-now mode. More than ever, he just wants to win some games. Oh, he God. came out and said that today, and he wants to let everyone know. I hate locker room and podium talk. What? What? These are the, your headlines today. This what is awful. Are you, what are you doing, whichever Bosa you are? 
the younger one or the older one, the one who stormed the Capitol on January 6th or the other one? I don't even know which one you are. Of course you're trying to win games. That's the purpose of sports. You play to win the game. This is dumb. This is so dumb. No, but I'm telling you, this is what I love about uh, the first week leading in. It's like, oh, my gosh, star defensive end Joey Bosa wants to win games. Who wants to lose games besides the Arizona Cardinals? Because they're obviously in tank mode for Caleb Uh, Woods. They they definitely want to lose games. Everyone else in the league wants to win games. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Except the Arizona Cardinals. Hard bet on that. Uh, What about the Lions GM, Brad Holmes? Okay. His confidence is very high right now that he can win the NFC North. He said in 2023, this team has more confidence than ever in the ability to win the NFC North championship. I mean, sorry, the conference for the first time in 30 years. Okay, well, they've done nothing, the history of their franchise. So everyone in the world is rooting for them. They kicked ass in the second half of the NFL season last year. So they're on their way up. Everyone who has half of a football brain is predicting them to not be a a dominant Super Bowl contender, but winning a very winnable NFC North. Everyone is picking the Lions. Everyone's picking the Lions. You're not going out on a ledge saying that you could win the division when everyone thinks you're going to win the division. Why are you making me so angry today, Amory? Well, because these headlines are absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. When I was doing pre-production meeting, doing (laughs) the most deep research in my journalism career on, like, these ridiculous quotes. And I'm going to end it, of course, on a Dallas Cowboy headline for you before we go into break. Former first-rounder, excuse if I mispronounce the last name. Some of these last names are tough. Noah Eagbin-Ongeheen. On fresh starts with the Cowboys. On fresh start with the Cowboys. Okay. He says, these are just the quotes of the century. Okay. I honestly needed it. He believes he needed it after struggling through three years in Miami as a former first-rounder, former first-rounder pick. Wow. I got millions of dollars to play a game. I got to live in the most beautiful city in the country, Miami, Florida, with beautiful weather and beautiful women and go to bed on my giant piles of cash. Grow up. And now he's with Jerry Jones because he needed it. Cool. All right. Well, he's going to get a lot more sodium in his diet. What else is new? (laughs) Van, you are angry today. Yes. I am on These are today. the most angry headlines I'm we've ever to, dealt with. I'm supposed to be happy-go-lucky. Witty, it's charming. It's a friggin' holiday weekend. I'm the nicest. We're drinking. I'm we're having a good time at planet. Red Door. I know. What happened I'm to me? sorry that these star players decided to dominate the media day with their profound quotes about the upcoming season. Uh, you, you know what I want to do this season? I want to I be, be the best player that I could be. And when I'm in that locker room, I, wanna, I just want to be the best teammate I could possibly be. And, and we're going to get this team together, and we're going to play like champions, and we're going to win some football games this year. Shut up. Shut up. And those are your mandatory headlines with A. Marie. All right, this is uh, the segment that's sweeping the nation. We're getting a lot of positive feedback on oh, good. on Amory's mandatory NFL headlines, and they're usually a whole lot of fun. Well, I'm telling you, it was so funny 
when I was researching them the last uh, 24 hours, it just star after star athlete came out with some quotes. Let's go to break so we can get you back on the StreamYard setup so you can watch your beautiful face on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. I mean, you Live. and Cal are beautiful. Well, I know. I mean, Cal's a handsome dude. I can't quit staring at him. This is crazy. Too nice. Like too nice. like eye candy over here. My goodness. When we get back, more NFL talk, more quarterback talk. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Burke. We are live from Red Door Brewing right here in between 5th and 6th Street right on beautiful and historic Route 66. Some of you know it as Central. Central. Central Avenue. Downtown. The reason that they call it Central, A. Marie, is because it's, uh, it's in the center of the oh. city. Oh. Right in the center. Good to know. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm somewhat of a streetiologist. I don't know if people from Albuquerque actually know that. Well, I know, because you just take it for granted that this is the center. That's why they call Understood. it central. I'll spread the word. Thank you. I'll put it on Facebook with the, the little known fact. 500 people I don't really talk to anymore but went to high school with. Larry Barker investigates. <laughs> why is it called Central Avenue? The dark story that no one saw coming. Next on the station that he's on. Which one is it? Which one's Larry Barker? Which I don't name? know. You know <laughs> Shout out to Larry Barker. He's a dude. <laughs> Local legend. I wanted to go along with that, but I don't know who Larry, he is. I mean, Larry Barker, he's a dude. All right. And what he does for the community is often quite important. Some of the, the disgustingness that he uncovers. But he's no Steve Stucker, am I right? Friend of no, the show. No, I mean iconic legend. Friend of the show, Steve Stucker. We don't want to rank these guys because no. I mean it's Steve Stucker and everyone else. Priceless. Larry Barker is Steve Stucker adjacent. I think that is the best, most positive way to put it. Thank you. I'm a positive guy. See, you're not that angry today. I will be shortly. You will be shortly. I will be shortly. I'm not going all the way from it. Uh, but but come down to Red Door. It's awesome. I again. I, I, I'm so glad I got to be uh, out of the studio today. I wish our boy Cal Moots is holding down the fort back in the studio was with us. He's but a, I love the vibes here. If you're joining us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, you get to see Cal's handsome face. You got to turn the lights up in there. It's a little no. dim in there. No, good I need dude. Dark. Put some more light on that handsome face, Cal. You need no. it dark. I like you it. Also, I usually also have had a there. headache today because you had too much fun after the Top Golf YMCA charity tournament. I'm, Is that why? I'm hungover. I, ne I need it to be nice and dim in here for me, guys. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Well, just were you guys uh, at the same place? We we weren't. Oh, I mean, if Cal was there, he'd be the star of the show. We yes. would have we would have made way more money if Cal was there. I would have been hungover too if I would have gone there. So I'm glad I didn't go. We, but I'm we, glad you guys raised a lot of money for the YMCA. Which we do quite often, and we will tell you all about it when the next event comes up, and you better join. Friends and I of the won't show. go, but you know, I'll of support you it. Never in, go. I'll, I'll support it and spirit. You never spirit. go to anything. I know. I'm at Red Door right now. Because you contractually have to. <laughs> I kind of have to be here. This is your job. Whenever it's consensual out in the community, you never show your face in public with us. Uh, I went to Duke City Championship Wrestling last month in August. Only because you're being honored at halftime. Mm. Or whatever halftime also, of wrestling is called. Also, my friends were going, too, from KKOB. Oh, big shout-out to BV. Oh, Brandon Vogt. 
All right, Van, we got to talk about this. Okay, let's talk about it. We got more NFL it. to talk about. So what's uh, what's Stafford and Kelly? Is it Kelly? Uh, Miss Christie? Yes, Miss Kelly Tammy? Stafford, the Kelly wife Stafford. of quarterback Matthew Stafford from yes. the Los Angeles Rams. And famed nacho thrower. Famed nacho thrower. Uh-huh. Uh, earlier this week on her podcast, she spoke about how Matthew Stafford, who isn't that old, just doesn't connect with the younger guys on his team because they're always on their phones. Look, you old curmudgeon. Times are changing. You got to adapt. Okay, he's he's around our age and we're on our phones. He I'm, doesn't have a smartphone. I'm older than him and I can relate to the youths of the world. I don't I don't understand it, Van. And so now she wished she would have put her foot in her mouth. That's what she quoted today. All these wonderful profound quotes. So does keep... Rex Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and she said, I wish I wouldn't have said that about Matthew not being able to connect with the players because now I guess it's causing some discussion in the locker room. Or at the dinner table. Why are you snitching on your husband? Yeah, why are you going on your podcast? Yeah. You keep that, but like if Matthew comes home from dinner, I mean practice, and, and you're sitting at dinner, and you're having a good conversation between a man and a wife, having the trust and loyalty there, and he's just venting about the 21-year-old kids doing the dances on TikTok, hey, making the content, just let him, just let him vent. You, you know one of the greatest advances of modern civilization, a phone that can make phone calls and send emails and watch movies and do anything in the world? that it could possibly do. One of the greatest technological marvels of our time. I can't believe people who grew up with them use them all the time. (laughs) Oh, my God. Get off of your porch, Clint Eastwood. I want to know, does Matthew Stafford have an Android? Is he that guy in the group chat that has a green text? He still has his Nokia brick. Oh, man. (laughs) He, I loved my no, I loved Snake, the game you could play. That's a throwback. I like that's that. That's a throwback. Good callback there. Look, Matt Stafford, this is on you. Don't blame it on the phones. This is on you not being able to connect. Hey, I'm watching live on HBO every Tuesday that Aaron Rodgers is oh, older than you. God. And he's connecting just fine with the 20-somethings on the New Jersey Jets. Well, now he is. I mean, at least I mean, from what the editing shows us. Actually, like, from what we know, because I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is really like this or it's just for the camera. From what we've been, what from word of mouth, he wasn't like that in Green Bay. Uh, no, from, from what I understand, he was never like that ever. But he locks himself in a friggin' hobbit house in the dark and does some ayahuasca. And now rainbows are shooting out of his bh and he's everyone's best friend do you think kelly stafford just needed some clickbait she's like you know the downloads are a little slow sure football season it's the dog days of summer we're about to get into football season let me do some clickbait yeah i mean she's been on a really downward slope since she threw nachos at that dude yeah i bet matthew stafford's just very frustrated even though he shouldn't be Matthew Stafford should be having the time of his life. He won a Super Bowl, right. and he's coming towards the end of his career. Yep. I know he's got old man Stetson Bennett behind him. Yeah, who's the same age as him. Yeah, and Stetson he, Bennett has no problem yeah, connecting with, with 20-somethings. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, that's who we need to really talk to. 
I mean, if, if Aaron Rodgers can do it, and a good look, he's not always the example for the class that Aaron Rodgers on how to treat people. But look, <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers, who's older than Matt Stafford, if he can connect with these By young a players, years, yes. why can't you? He's poor Aaron Rodgers is doing all this in New Jersey. You get to hang out in Los Angeles. You should be more free willing and calm and chill. And, and you won a Super Bowl. Yeah, what's the matter, brother? I think it's something more. I, I do you think, man? This I I blame Kelly. This is on Kelly. She needs to. I'm glad she spoke out and said she shouldn't have said that. But that's just that wasn't yeah, cool. I mean, that's one like of the bro best, code. That's one of the best parts about being married. Is oh yeah, you can't legally snitch on each other. No, there is. She's a, not even in a court of law with a Bible in front of her face. She's doing it for the world to hear on her friggin' podcast. My husband and I talk about all the time. Like, if I have a best friend confide in me, and she's like, don't tell anyone. Oh, you know, I'm telling my husband. Yeah, but it stops there. It stops. Yeah. Of course you're going to tell your husband. You're going to tell your... I'm not going to go on the podcast. For sure. And talk about all the stuff we complain to each other about. I mean, you know what happens to stitches here in Burke. I don't know what happens in L.A. Get Zia tattoos? Often they do. But they also get stitches that they cover up in Zia tattoos. (laughs) Good Lord. All right. When we get back, more football talk. A solid hour from 5 o'clock all the way to 6. We are talking nothing but football. We still haven't assigned an I-9 varsity yet, but we will get you one of those. I-9 varsity coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. In the 6 o'clock hour, we're talking a little bit of fantasy football and, of course, it's 6.45 before we hand it over to Isotopes Baseball. Voice of the Isotopes, the Sush. Josh Sushan joins us on the program. More football talk when we get back. You're listening to 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Surprise, friggin' surprise. There's another disgruntled NFL player what? who wants more money. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. Live from Red Door Brewing, downtown, on Central, right in between 5th and 6th Street, in beautiful and historic downtown Albuquerque, Nuevo Mexico. What's up with these players? You're under a contract. You're under a contract. You signed the contract. Van, and I know very much on Two Men On, you're all about going to get your money, but what are we doing here? No, I agree. Team no, I sport, mean, though. You're we, under a contract, and I understand you're kind of like your own business, but you're you're part of a team, and what, what are we doing? We, we, we did touch on this a little bit earlier, but like I said, I'll reiterate that this is a pro-labor show. We are pro-worker here on Two Men On. Go out, get some representation, get that bag. We're in your corner. But in this case... Mike Evans, who is piling together a Hall of Fame career with nine straight 1,000-yard seasons, he's under contract this year for $15 million. Yeah. $15 million isn't enough for Mike Evans. Mike Evans wants $20 million. You signed it. You're the one that signed the contract, Mike Evans. Yes, and he is, you know... 
I talk about this a lot in my household. He is just underrated. I know I, I don't think he gets talked about enough. And he's on he's in a weird space right now with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Would you call it rebuild mode, man? Uh well they're yeah. starting Baker Mayfield, so I guess. <laughs> I guess. It was Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield. It's throw up pull your shoulders up to your ears and stick your palms to the sky mode. Like, I guess we're doing this. We don't have Tom Brady, brr. Okay, Baker Mayfield, I guess. Yeah, defensive-minded coach and coach uh, Todd Bowles. And, I mean, obviously they've won a Super Bowl in the last couple of years, but I, we've been joking about this all all show long. I feel like this is the theme today with profound quotes by, uh, by uh, star athletes, star wide receivers in the NFL, star defensive players today. Because you know what Mike Evans said, Van? Oh, hit me with it. I want to be in practice to help Baker Mayfield get ready so we can win this year. I don't want to be a holdout and hurt our team. So you're a hypocrite. <laughs> what Correct. You're, what you're, so you're doing the exact opposite of what you're saying you're going to do. You're gaslighting your own franchise is what you're doing, Mike Evans. Uh, yeah. And as you said, he's entering the final season of his five-year, $82.5 million extension he signed in March 2018. You're getting $15 million a year, Mike Evans. You're getting $15 million a year, Mike Evans. You're a legend in Tampa Bay. You will never have to buy a meal or a drink or anything for the rest of your life in Tampa Bay, Florida, until you start pulling this expletive. He has expressed his desire to stay in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm sure, because they'll pay you. Yeah, the We dump- all know you're getting paid. They need someone like Mike Evans. They got Godwin. They got Rashad White. God knows, I think Baker Mayfield is just uh, your Mr. Right Now, not Mr. Forever. Is that what yeah. we call them? Yeah. Mis- you know, you have fun. Mr. Right Now? Yeah, not Mr. Right. He's Mr. Right Now. Right? Yeah. He's a bridge to something better, you know? Yes, I, and I hope he accepts that. Great commercials, though. <sighs> 15 milli to do what you've been working on your whole life is nothing to sneeze at. Don't be a hater. Don't be jealous of your teammate who makes more money than you because he signed a contract after you. And the dumbest thing Mike Evans said is... If I don't get this contract extension, I'm going to look at other places to play next year other than Tampa Bay. Yes, it's called being a free agent, Mike Evans. Thank you for exactly describing what it is to be a free agent. Good job. Great job. You want to put that on the chalkboard, Mike? So more importantly, uh, not that I don't care about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I will be seeing them live next week when I go to the Minnesota Viking home opener. Tampa Bay is headed there. What do you That's think? That's a good one to go to. You I, know, think, I think your, your Vikes are going to do well in oh, that contest. I, I really hope so. The Vikes are a weird team to me. What about fantasy-wise? Uh, I know we got to wrap up this first hour. We're going to talk about fantasy later. But what about Mike Evans and fantasy? That's what I've been – This we know he's going to get paid. We know what this all means. This this story is stupid, man. We all know he's going to get paid. My, I mean, beyond being jealous of his teammate and beyond being a hypocrite, he is a fantastic football player. He is. He is climbing up the ranks of some of the best all-time wide receivers, and he deserves to get paid. Oh, wait, 
he already is $15 million. He is third in NFL history for most 1,000 yards behind, I don't know, Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. It's bonkers, isn't it? And he owns about every Buccaneers franchise receiving record, including most career touchdowns, receptions, and receiving yards. That's insane. As, as far as being a fantastic football player, I think he's exactly rated. Because everyone knows, everyone who knows the NFL knows how good Mike Evans is. But as far as being talked about as one of the greats, he is way underrated. No, he... By the way, today's I-9 he, Varsity... Oh is the varsity of underrated things. Ooh, I-9 varsity of underrated things. We'll be doing that at 6.15. I'm very excited about this. We're going to do a lot of fantasy talk in the 6 o'clock hour. And then, of course, 6.45, voice of the isotopes, Josh Sushan. Look, Mike Evans, we get it. You're a legend. You're a legend in Tampa Bay. Don't ruin your legacy with greed just because you're jealous of the other wide receiver, the guys in the other wide receiver room, Chris Godwin, who was smart enough to wait on a contract, get paid more, and extend his contract out. So I guess the general manager, uh, Jason Leaked of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I guess there's a few things they're trying to do. It's always, you know, they're trying to, this, I never understand this with teams either, man. We're trying to free up cap space. And then a week later, oh, whoa, 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 that's weird. We can pay him what he wanted. Oh, good. Uh, salary, you play poker. Salary cap math is the craziest thing in the history of the world. Well, this is so this is what they're telling Mike Evans, though. Uh, the Buccaneers are still footing the bill on retired quarterback Tom Brady, which counts for $35 million against the salary cap oh, this year. God. Their $76.76 million in dead money in 2023 is the most of any team in the NFL. They're projected to have $46.91 million in salary cap next season. So just make it through this one. We promise. We'll, I mean, look, the Buccaneers front office wants Mike Evans to be a Buccaneer for life because he's going into the Hall of Fame. He already has a Hall of Fame career, so you have to know. Your front office has to know that you're going to be a Buccaneer for life. Well, and let's see this. How about the team recently also restructured the contract of center Ryan Jensen, who was placed on season-ending injury reserve last week. Wide receiver Russell Gage, who was also played uh, placed on injury reserve. He took a pay cut this uh, pay cut this offseason. And Van, am, do I am I crazy? Didn't Tom Brady take a big cut so they could like pay all their players, or was that a different time? And uh, just lost well, in the 20-plus I mean, years. Well, they, well, while he was playing, he took a pay cut. But they did like uh, a bunch of other teams are doing and just kicking the can down the road. Mm -hmm. That's why they're paying his salary this year, and he's not even on the squad. When we return, we're going to start some fantasy talk. Is your draft over the Labor Day weekend like ours is? Well, we got some hot tips in the early rounds. We got some sleepers for you. We got some do-not-drafters for you. We're talking fantasy all 6 o'clock hour. Also, we'll have the I-9 Varsity. It's the I-9 Varsity of underrated things. This I'm is really gonna, looking forward to this. This is going to be a good one. And, of course, Josh Sushan joins us at the very end of the program talking topes. Fantasy football talk when we get back. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal.